And it's time to introduce uh, my first guest of the morning. Uh, and it's always nice to uh, chat to her as well. Uh, Buffy Williams, member of the Senate for the Ronda. Good morning to you, Buffy. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, a very busy lady. <laughs> I am, yes, at the moment. <laughs> I mean, before we chat about uh, this campaign that you're very much involved with, uh, how are you enjoying life then as a member of the Senate, first of all? It's very different. Um, I, I am enjoying it. It is very different. Um, I suppose for me, being grassroots community, um, I've been taken away from that a little bit. So I found that quite difficult in the beginning. But I have managed now to, I think, merge the two quite well. So that is using my constituency time a bit more um, effectively. And that's making sure that I you know, haven't lost contact and keep touching base with all the community projects in Rhonda that I would work with anyway. Um, so that's been really important to me um, because who knows best what's missing from our communities than the people that are grounded and work in them every single day. Yeah, because I guess the idea uh, a couple of years back when you thought, yeah, I'll, I'll go in for that. That sounds like a great idea. But the idea of doing it and then doing it, if you know what I mean, mm. uh, appalls apart, I'm guessing. Yes, they are. They, they really are. I mean, you know why you went into this, to give the um, communities a, a stronger voice. Um, somebody then to champion them because I've, I've worked in this for so long so I, I knew the, the um, barriers that were there um, and to me standing in the Senate was the next step then to try and break some of those barriers down and working with um, charities like Building Communities um, Trust and things like that has been really effective at the moment um, to, like I said to ensure that I don't lose contact with those all important grassroots community groups because they are the ones that are dealing with people head-on every single day. And that's what's important, continuous messaging. That's what I always say, because if I don't get the messages, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's true. And, of course, you've got good support there. You've got Vicky Howells, yeah. you know, in the next yeah. valley over. Uh, Mick yeah. Antoniff, of course, uh, Pontypris, uh, member of the Senate. Well, he, he's actually in the government now, isn't he, Mick? Yes, yes, he's, he's um, council general. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a very important title, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds very exciting, doesn't it? Yeah, of course, Mick, a big friend of the show here as well. Not so much my show, but I know he's uh, been involved with Terry many, many times uh, over the years. Uh, yeah. so, so we're going to be chatting to you today then about uh, something which is very, very close to your heart, uh, Buffy. Yeah. Uh, perinatal mental health. And this is a campaign that you're involved with. Yeah. Um, so when I first started the Senate, I was pulled out as one of the first um, members to do uh, a short debate and I had to think of something really important then because I didn't want to waste the time you have half an hour um, it's not often you get half an hour to speak on the cha- in the chamber on anything no, you no. want well it's never actually um, so for me I really had to make the most of that time and I had to think of something that would I could influence then because that's difficult as well being able to influence things that are important to you so I, when I had my daughter, my, my youngest daughter, Saffron, um, I had something called health syndrome after she was born. And um, I was really, really ill for a very, very long time. And I was extremely lucky because I had friends that were midwives. Um, my consultant was outstanding. And also my local pharmacist, died. Die in the chemist in Pentra. <laughs> there's, there's always there's always a die the chemist. One. There's yeah, always one. Yeah. Die the chemist. Yeah. He was he was absolutely um, phenomenal. He made my transition from hospital to home that much easier. Because um, without him, I don't know what I would have done. And without the the care and support of the midwives. 
But unfortunately, not all mums get that opportunity. Not all mothers, then, who have been through um, either a very traumatic birth, the loss of, 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 of a newborn, not all mothers get that all-important perinatal mental health support. So when I did my short debate, and I basically laid my heart, you know, I, I wore my heart on my sleeve that day. I, I poured it all out in the chamber. I was really surprised at the reaction that I had afterwards. Um, Laura Ann Jones, the, she's one of the conservative um, MSs, she asked if she could have two minutes of my time to speak, um, which I was more than happy to give her. And she um, admitted she'd had a traumatic birth and, you know, she was lucky she had family support, but it took her a long time to, to recover. Um, and it was from that then that I was contacted by lots of other um, charities and organisations who try to support mothers um, after and before um, the birth of the child. Um, and then I started working with a lovely lady called Dr Sarah Whitcomb-Hayes, and she um, deals a lot with perinatal and mental health support, and she works for the, the NFPCC as well. Um, and we've built a really good relationship and we've been championing the Swansea Bay Mother and Baby Unit, which is a purpose-built mother and baby unit for mothers who um, suffer with traumatic birth experience. Um, because before, Gareth, you, if you had a baby and you were, had, were suffering with any type of mental health illness after the birth, you would be taken into hospital, but you were taken into hospital without your baby. Can you right. imagine a mother yeah, who, yeah, who yeah. traumatised having to go away from her newborn baby. How how does that even work? How, what does that even look like? Because I can tell you now, if I'd have to go back into hospital and they take my baby away from me, I don't know what I would have, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, but Buffy, is this different? Because I've heard of, you've got to excuse me for being very naive on these no, sort no, of things. Fine. But is it like postnatal depression? Because I think we've all heard of that. Yeah, or, it's, it's very, very, you know... <laughs> I suppose it's the same. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's, it's just mothers were desperately in need of help and support because they've either had a very traumatic um, experience, a very traumatic birth, or after they've had their baby, things are just not right. And you know, things are just not right. Yeah, you just know. by the way you and feel. It's hard, mm. And it's hard to admit it because you're there. You've got this shiny new baby. You know everything you've ever wanted in the world. But you and don't feel happy. You, you don't. You're not happy, and you and you can't work out what's wrong. You just can't. And and it doesn't matter how many times somebody asks you what's wrong, you can't tell them what's wrong because, really speaking, you don't know yourself. You don't know. You can't put your finger on it, but you know that you're desperately, desperately unhappy. And every, just getting out of bed in the morning is a chore. Right. Okay. And you, you end up just going through the motions. I mean, we we I met this um, on Monday with a, a lovely group that are based in the um, old courthouse in Tonopandy called Mothers Matter, and they're a group of fantastic ladies who have all been through a, you know a dreadful experience, and they've come together and they set up this group to support other mothers. I mean, how fantastic is that? That's how brilliant. fantastic is it to be really supported by somebody who's been through a traumatic or, you know, a dreadful experience from birth? Because who knows better, really? Who knows better than what you're going through than somebody you've already been through it? It's a lived experience that you just can't get anywhere else. 
Brilliant, isn't it? Really good. I mean, that yeah. support is absolutely crucial. So, so, so this campaign that, that is up and running then, uh, tell us a little bit more about that. So the, the, the campaign itself was born from the, the, the short debate, I suppose, and I've just continued ploughing ahead and speaking to everybody and anybody I can to make sure that that support is there and throughout Wales. Because, as I said, the mother and baby unit in Swansea Bay um, which covers our area then. Um, that's brilliant. But it wasn't a permanent thing. So they, the Welsh Government has taken learning from this Swansea Bay unit um, to see if what, what else they can su- supply then. For me, um, North Wales is completely and utterly um, has no support in North Wales. So there needs to be something there for mothers because there, there was a petition. I'm on the petitions committee, as, as you know, and a petition was put forward um, by a lovely lady who was living in North Wales, had a dreadful experience, needed extra support, and ended up in a hospital in England with no Welsh-speaking staff. Oh, dear. Because there was nowhere in Wales, in North Wales, for her to go. So it's really important that we learn lessons from that, we understand what is needed, and whether that be a, um, a standalone unit or a unit within a hospital on the border of North Wales or in North Wales, um, there needs to be support there for mothers in North Wales. Um, like I said, the Swansea Bay unit is, is fantastic and lessons need to be learned from, from that. Uh, but it's not fair that only half of Wales gets you know, this uh, intervention when pay- mothers are, are really struggling. Also, you've got to remember, there's a whole family unit there that is suffering as well. It's not just the mothers. Yeah. You can imagine. I'm... I mean, with me, I was, I was lucky. My husband was, was very supportive. And I had two older children as well. Yeah. But the knock-on effect for them, I know, was horrendous. You know, my, two, my, my older two, experience for them must have been absolutely dreadful because that's all they knew was. I'd gone into hospital to have a baby next thing you know, mum is basically on life support. Oh dear. You can imagine. So, so, it's yeah, I, it's dramatic. awful. Absolutely awful. And of course you need that support and the family needs support as well. I mean, yes. ideally, Buffy, there should be three, at least three. One in North Wales, one yes. somewhere in Ceredigion. I'm just using that as an example. And we've got on. the one in Swansea. And maybe because the, the population is much more, uh, well, it's, it's hugely populated in the south, yes. of course. There should be yes. more than one, shouldn't there? Oh, absolutely, and this is what I'm campaigning for. There should be, like I said, the Swansea Bay unit is a standalone, and that's absolutely fantastic. But we need the special... And it, it's all about the staff as well, because remember, we've got to have specialist perinatal um, trained mental health midwives or support workers, because it's not, it's not good enough. We've heard that with everything just being good enough. It can't be good enough. It's got to be exceptional. And that's what we need. Because when you're in your lowest, lowest um, place in your life, good enough is not good enough. The support has got to be exceptional. And that is what I'm campaigning for, to make sure that all mothers everywhere, even if they don't know what's wrong, they're feeling just a little bit, you know, oh, something's not quite right. They know where they can turn. And when the midwives know where they can send them for help, it's all about signposting as well. Because when I had my daughter, there was no support. I was just lucky I had exceptional staff around me. Not all mothers are that lucky, though. 
No, but just I mean, and lucky is the wrong word as well to use yeah. because when I came home, that's what everybody kept telling me: you were lucky, you were a lucky, lucky girl. That's all I remember was being told that I was lucky. I was lucky to have survived and lucky to have had the support I had. I didn't feel lucky. No. I felt depressed. So, I felt traumatized. Lucky was the furthest thing I felt. So, what does Alunid Morgan then? Of course, who's the health minister? What what uh, backing is she giving you? So the minister in charge of this portfolio is Lynn Neagle. Right. Um, she is um, the health minister's, uh, um, what they call it, um, deputy minister. And she's the minister for mental health as well. Um, she's absolutely outstanding, um, Lynn Neagle is. I, I, she's, she's one of my most favourite ministers because she gets it and she really wants to make a difference. And she has. You know, she's ploughed ahead with the Swansea Bay um, Mother and Baby Unit. She spoke on my short debate and every single thing she said was exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, and she came and spoke to me after as well and she said, look, you know, you will hold my feet to the fire on this and I will I will um, support you and I will do everything I can to make sure that these mothers are looked after. And I couldn't ask for more than that. That's brilliant. That's good to that. you. And I know, and I know she, will, she will do all she can to support um, this this project i know that definitely this campaign i know she will so just before you go is there anything that our listeners can do um just be mindful then be mindful of, of the signs if you've got a you know a wife a partner or somebody you know who you think may be struggling a little bit um or just not right just not the person that you know i mean we all change after we have a baby i'm not saying all of us do who wouldn't? You know, life changes. Well, isn't it? huge responsibility but, for the first one, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but ask and keep asking. It doesn't matter if you think you're bothering that person because you could ask 10 times and they'll say nothing is wrong. It'll be that extra time that you go, look, is there something? Can I help? And, you know, it's so important. It's so important that we we don't forget that it's not just straight after you have the baby. This could be months, months after. Right. Because people think yeah. that they just, oh, you know, I, I've had a baby, I'm sad the next day. It doesn't work like that. No, it and it shouldn't. Like I, no. I mean, mothers uh, and families, they need that vital support. And, you know, yeah. it, it's it's funny that, you know, we ch- we're chatting about this now because in about 20 minutes' time, I'm going to be chatting to Gareth Lewis from Mind. Uh, because, oh, fantastic. Because tomorrow is time to talk day. So I guess it it's time to talk enough. a little bit more about this as well, Buffy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask because, you know, you think, oh, I can't ask because you think I... The mother think that I think she's not coping. It's not about not coping. It's just about not being well. It's right. not about not coping. Buffy, we got to go, unfortunately, because uh, we could talk about this, I'm sure, for a lot longer. Um, anyway, thanks for coming on the show this morning, talking about no a very, problem. very important uh, subject. Take care yourself, and uh, no doubt we will speak uh, soon. Buffy Williams, member of the Senate for the Ronda, uh, have yourself a very enjoyable day, and thanks for talking to us. Thanks, Gareth.